It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. JT DeBolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you might be tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thank you for joining me here each and every single Wednesday to talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and living the high-performance, high-altitude life. And as always, the High Altitude Mentorship Show is brought to you by flywithjt.com. That is flywithjt.com, where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, and stay connected to everything we're doing here in the high-altitude community. Lots of cool stuff coming down the road. Make sure you get yourself plugged into us here at flywithjt.com. There's a famous quote. You've likely heard it if you are a leader, if you're somebody who's striving for excellence, pushing that, that rock up the hill, pushing the edge of your personal envelope. It's a quote by the great Albert Einstein. The quote reads, We cannot solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used to create them. Now think about that. We cannot solve a problem using the same kind of thinking that got us in, there, got us in the problem in the first place. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Because if we're thinking at a certain level, that becomes our glass ceiling. That sort of becomes the, the limiting factor, the governor on the engine. And so we as leaders have to find a way to shatter through that invisible ceiling, that barrier that we have for ourselves. One of the most important barriers we can crush is a scarcity mindset. Now you hear a lot about this from all the self-help gurus out there when they talk about you know, an abundance mentality or a prosperity consciousness Important to have if you're looking to increase your income, for instance. A lot of times it's used for people in the get-rich-quick type of world or the biz-op world. Hey, you can make money overnight. You can triple your income, fire your boss. They're talking about all this money, and then they start using this whole abundance mentality as leverage to get somebody to break out their wallet, swipe their credit card, make the sale. But what's interesting is how many thought leaders and gurus and quote-unquote coaches, a word that (laughs) is completely abused and overused these days, how many times those type of people promote the message of abundance when they live the opposite way? Instead of being, you know, somebody who shares a lot, they're very secretive. Secretive, but not stoic. Different, right? It's one thing, listen, I want to talk about this for just two seconds. If you're somebody who chooses to be more private, 
not chest pounding, not going out there promoting yourself, showing your Lambo and your, you know, stack of cash on the mattress. I get it. If you're more stoic about things, that's fantastic. But there's a difference between keeping your information to yourself, being secretive, and having an abundance mindset where you share. There's a difference between being competitive and being non-collaborative. If you're competitive, that means you, you're promoting, or I should say you're pushing yourself every day to be better. And you can look around at people in your industry and say, okay, that's the hallmark that I'm shooting for. I'm going to surpass that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to that level and then go beyond it. That's being competitive. Non-collaborative is a different thing. Non-collaborative says I'm going to keep all my information to myself. I'm not going to talk about what I'm doing. And, you know, I'll put up a front that says I am abundant, but when it comes to actually working with people, I don't like to collaborate. Different mindset, right? Difference between being exclusive and being exclusionary. Exclusive says, hey, you know, we hold ourselves to a higher standard and associate with people that do the same. I only want to work with winners and high achievers. That's being exclusive, but being exclusionary means I don't want to work with anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody unless there's something in it for me, of course. And you see this a lot in the thought leader world, in the guru world, in the coaches world. I remember many years ago, I had somebody in my life, a mentor, somebody I trusted, but they were very much, they had a scarcity mindset, always making sure that they were going to get something out of the deal, constantly reminding me that if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I am. And after a while, it starts to wear away at you. You see, a good coach, a good mentor is never going to be in it for themselves. They're going to know that your success is part of the deal. Your success is the whole point of the deal. They're not worried about getting theirs. And it's one of those types of things that's very caustic in any kind of a relationship, but it's especially terrible for leaders. In fact, I, the person I'm describing is not a leader at all, but the point is is that you have to understand if you're going to be a great leader and you're going to lead people and teams and if you're going to lead yourself, you have to develop an abundance mindset. And I want to be clear on this. Again, I'm not talking about the whole self-help industry where they're trying to talk to you about having this belief that all you have to do is walk outside and it's going to rain gold coins on you. I'm not talking about that. When we talk about abundance, it's about the belief that there's plenty of for all of us. There's enough for all of us. We can share our resources. We can share our best practices. We can share what works for us with everybody, including our quote-unquote competition, and we will prosper. Think about this for a moment. Now, I want to go back to what I was talking about. A lot of times you'll see this in, in the speaking world. Professional speakers, they like to be competitive. They don't want to talk about their best practice. They don't want to share their resources. They don't want to share things because they think that you're going to steal their speaking gig. They think you're going to steal your clients. But isn't it interesting? What if I shared my best practices and it made a competitor better? Now that competitor elevates their game. What has to happen to me if I want to stay in business? I have to elevate my game so it literally makes me better. When the competition gets better, I either get better or I go out of business. You, we need competition in order to improve whatever it is we do. We improve the world. We improve the human race through competition, not the other way around. A lot of times people think, hey, we got to spread the wealth. Great. But it's not about spreading money and food and things like that. It's about spreading skill sets and belief systems. It's about making each other better, stronger. 
And leaders know this. Leaders count on this. Leaders realize, listen, we don't want to have a socialistic approach. And I'm not talking about politics. Let's put the politics aside. You know that I don't talk about politics here. It just bores the crap out of me. If you're into politics, great. Go do your thing, but don't come here for it. I'm not talking about socialism from a political standpoint. I'm talking about the, 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 the philosophy of it where we're just going to take from the rich, give to the poor, and do all those things where we spread the wealth. That's not what it's about. It's about making each other stronger. If anything, it's a capitalistic approach. We want to build strength through competition. The strong survive, yes, but also those that aren't as strong can still survive. When we, when we improve ourselves, empower ourselves, elevate ourselves, and each other in the process. So if I have something that is making me successful and I share it with other people, even if it's a tight-knit group of people, even if they become my competitors, now because they've elevated their game, I must elevate mine to stay in tune with that, to stay on track with those folks. And that's what makes us all better. That's an abundance mindset, a leadership abundance mindset. So let's talk about how to create this mentality so that we have the ability to not just improve ourselves but to improve each other and in the process elevate the level of water. And that water is excellence, our line of excellence, our baseline of excellence. First part is, is we have to have that be-all-you-can-be attitude. You see, you'll have more to give if you work on yourself every single day. It sounds perhaps selfish, but it's very altruistic at its core. There's nothing more altruistic than building yourself into the best version of yourself. Not only will you have more to give, but what you give will be a higher quality gift. If you work every single day diligently, if you have a focus on being your best, improving yourself, being better today than you were yesterday, if you have that 100% commitment as, a, as an individual, that's self-leadership at its finest. And you really can't lead other people until you learn to lead yourself. And so this is the very first building block to leadership, to leading other people, is to be able to lead ourselves. And we lead ourselves through bettering ourselves. And when we do that, we have more to give. It's like building muscle. If you've got a, you know, the traditional 100-pound weakling, and that person goes to the gym, lifts weights, and builds muscle, and now they're 150 pounds, they have 50 pounds more to give of themselves. And the same goes, but it grows exponentially. The same goes when we improve ourselves or work on ourselves, refine ourselves into that version of the best version of ourselves. We have more to give. A bottomless well of our gifts, our talents, our wisdom, our experience to give to others. And it's a higher quality. It's not just about quantity now. It becomes about quality. So the challenge I have for you is to consider this. What's your highest value gift that you can give to the world? What's the thing you do exceptionally well that adds value, that brings joy, that brings awareness, that brings strength? Maybe it brings hope and encouragement. What is it that you do exceptionally well? And don't worry about, hey, well, compared to other people, don't worry about comparing yourself to other people. Don't worry about, oh, there's somebody out there that's a better singer than you or that's, that's a better leader than you or has have now, had more success in business or in their career. We're not worried about what other people have done. We're worried about you. What is your highest value gift? What is your highest value gift that you can give to the world? That's the thing that you want to really refine out. Be the best you can be at that. 
give more of that, give a higher quality version of that. The other thing we have to consider is to empower instead of enable. This is big. This kind of goes back to what I was alluding to earlier, but I want to go deeper on this. When we give people stuff, you talk about you give a man a fish, he eats for a day. But if you teach a man to fish, then he fish, then he, he'll eat for life. The same is true in business and life. It's same for true in careers. The same is true just in, just in the overall aspect of being a human being. If we give people handouts, then it's going to get them through the day. But if we teach them skill set, if we give them encouragement, if we show them the path, then it gives them what they need for the rest of their life. And not only their life, but the, life of the, pe- the lives of the people that they, that they touch and impact throughout their course, their journey. So we can empower others through encouragement. We can empower th- others through building them up, showing them the, the way. True leaders know that there's more than enough and that it starts with them. And so when somebody reaches out to you and says, hey, I need help launching my career, instead of looking at them and saying, well, that's a potential competitor, think of them as, I hope that's a potential competitor. I hope that I can teach them and elevate them and raise them to a new level. Because in so doing, I will become better. And in so doing, the two of us now can impact more people. That's the attitude we should have. Instead of looking at other people as competitors that are going to take from our table, take the food off our plate or the food out of our children's mouths, we have to think about the fact that there are people that can help plant more crops, metaphorically and perhaps even literally. It's more collaborative. And see, it's easy to talk. It rolls right off the tongue, doesn't it? Collaboration. It feels good to say. It feels powerful to say. It feels strong. It feels intelligent. It feels like the right thing to say. But the question is, how much do we actually collaborate? How much do we reach out, pick up the phone, and actually call a competitor and say, hey, let's talk about how we can work together to force each other's game, to elevate you know, each other through competition, through pushing each other, and helping more people along the path. Help me to help you and help you yourself to create a whole new dynamic in the industry. That's power. It's power through empowerment, not through, you know, exclusionary practices or non-collaborative attitudes. The other part about this is I'm all about people succeeding. There's kind of this shift, and I don't know where it came from or no, I don't know where it started, but this attitude that if I go out and want, for more, want more or better for myself, then somehow I'm selfish. You are not selfish. If you want better for yourself, if you want better uh, for whatever it is you got going on in your life, then you have to ask yourself, is it possible for me, by striving for all I want, for all I you know, desire, is it possible that I'm going to pull people along with me? And the answer is absolutely yes, when you have an abundance mindset. Instead of thinking that every time somebody emails you or texts you or calls you and they, they want something that it's going to somehow pull away from you, instead of having that kind of an attitude, ask, how is it that this possible connection, this inquiry, might serve them and me and the rest of us? When I teach the Power Five in Flight School to Success and other programs that I teach, Power Five is, are the five prioritized actions that you take each and every single day. And you can read about this if you go to flightplanetsuccess.com forward slash power five, P-O-W-E-R, and then the number five. But what's interesting about this is the power five is it's a daily practice you could do every single day. And 
um, it helps you actually, it's, it's kind of a productivity tool. But when I talk about power, the word power is actually an acronym for a filtration of how you decide to do these five actions every day to help you accomplish your mission. The five actions you take each day to help you accomplish your bigger missions, your three top priorities for the year. Well, the W in power is win, win, win. And what that means is if somebody, if I reach out to you and I say, hey, I want you to work with me, obviously there's something in it for me. Now, the hope is that there's something in it for you as well, so that would be a win-win. But what we both have to agree upon, what we both have to come to a conclusion is that, that when we collaborate, when we come together and work together, it's also going to serve the people we're here to serve, your tribe, your family, your clients, your customers, my tribe, my family, my customers and clients, and then it becomes a win-win-win. And that's where it's so important to remember our roots because as we climb, we have to remember where we came from and the people that have helped us get there, the people we're here to serve. It's not just about our personal attainment of, of success or money or whatever. It's not just about our, our personal achievements, our financial well-being or whatever. It's what we learn and accumulate through time and how we can transfer that on to other people. What tools, what skills, what knowledge can we give to elevate other people? How can we give back? Hey, listen, it's awesome to contribute financially. Please do that. Whatever your cause is, whatever the thing you believe in, kids, veterans, uh, you know, uh, abused or, or neglected people or animals or the environment, whatever your thing is, I'm all about financially giving back. I think it's awesome. It's powerful. It's important. Some people will even argue that it's a good, uh, you know, uh, business strategy, a tax strategy, whatever. There's a lot of good to be had from giving. But let's not forget about the part where we give of ourselves. And that's actually a lot more frightening. You wonder why people don't give more. What if they just gave their time? What if they gave their talents? What if they, what if they donated their experience to help others, whether it's kids, veterans, abused folks, marginalized folks, whatever it looks like, if they gave their time, not just their checkbook, everything changes because that's the one thing you can't replace. You can replace money. Anybody could step into your place and write a bigger check. And money is important to a lot of organizations. But what's even more important is the ability to empower others so that they can stand on their own feet, create their own solutions, and move on and then be a part of that solution. Imagine this. What if you took somebody, you're, you're giving to the homeless, and instead of just giving canned food and money, you gave your time and a, to a homeless person, and that homeless person became empowered. And not only did they become uh, you know, employed and have their own place to live, but now they said, you know what, I'm going to go back to my roots I'm going to give back to that organization that helped me get on my feet. And now there's two of us and three of us and 15 of us and a 1,000 of us, and pretty soon it's an entire movement. That's what I'm talking about. When we remember our roots, we go back to the cause. We go back to where we started from, and we say, I'm going to work on that challenge as well. You don't always have to come from a tough place. You don't always have to come from you know, a, a financial obscurity. You don't always have to come from a place where you're, you're in pain, but sometimes when we go back to those places that were challenging for us, we make a bigger impact just by showing up and giving our gifts.
And as a leader, we have to think in terms of the impact we make and how the more we give of ourselves, not just with our checkbook, but how we give of ourselves actually makes a huge impact on our organizations, the the people we care about, our communities, and so on. We also have to think like a team leader. Now, this is important because it's not just about our own self-interest. I talked a moment ago about, hey, it's cool to have your own self-interest. I truly believe we should all be striving for that ideal lifestyle that we want, whether it's more money, whether it's more time, whether it's a vacation, whatever the thing you want in life, go for it, baby. But remember to think like a team leader. It's not just about our own self-interests or our successes, but we got to ask ourselves, what do our team, what what does our team really need? What do the people in our lives really need? And how can we help them get more of it? The bottom line is this. I was reading this article in Success Magazine by the great John Maxwell. And a lot of what he talked about um, kind of inspired what I'm talking about today. But one thing he said that really struck me, that I just, I had to think about it. And as soon as I read it, I was like, wow, that's uh, profound. When we talk about abundance, we talk about our time, our money, our skill sets, all the, you know, our talents, what we're going to give back, it's easy to say, well, yeah, but when I have more time or when things are more convenient, right now things are crazy, you know, I've got the spouse, I've got the kids, I've got the business, the career, whatever it is, and we can start coming up with all these different solutions and say these are the barriers to us being able to give. But think about this. Have you ever stood on the beach and looked out into the ocean, the vastness of the ocean? Not once did you think to yourself, well, there's a limit to this. But there is. I mean, there's only so much ocean water, right? There's only so much seawater out there. But if a small child comes up with a bucket of water to build their sandcastle, you don't go, whoa, 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 easy with the easy with the seawater, <laughs> you know, easy with the ocean water. No, you say take as much as you want, go over there and build your sandcastle, and that is exactly what it has to be like with our time, our talents, our skill sets, and yes, even our money. But more importantly, with what we give back to the world. As leaders, we have to think with an abundance mentality. We have to think that there is more than enough of us. And all we have to do is to continue to work on ourselves, to refine ourselves into the best version of ourselves, and there will always be enough. Today and every single day, think about how you can develop your leadership skill set into that of a leadership abundance. Instead of just being great at what you do, be prolific with what you do. Share more of yourself with the world around you. And not just for the sake of the ego or a tax deduction or some sort of benefit to ourselves, but a realization that we elevate the game by elevating and raising the baseline of everybody around us, the world around us, in everything we do today and every single day. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Get yourself over to flywithjt.com and download a complimentary copy of Flight Plan to Success. And remember, no matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you next week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.